Sunday pour. We made it after a couple long weeks with no football. We're just about 48 hours, give or take, from Super Bowl 55, Super Bowl Sunday. Let's get right into it. We've had two weeks to think about this. Who do we like? <laughs> That's it. Let's get right into it. Picks, and we'll call it a show. I'm not even, I'm not even waiting to give picks. we got so <laughs> many prop bets. Let's just – well, I'll give you this, right? Looking at this game – I'm, gonna, I'm taking this as the same approach I took the NFC Championship game. Most important unit on the field, Tampa's D. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. They're the ones that are going to have to step up. They're the ones who have to make a big play. Um, they're the ones that are going to need to kind of play a little bit above their average or maybe way above their average. Uh, it, um, not, not, not that the pressure's on them, but it's it's them that they, they can make the play that changes history. It's the most important. They're the most important unit. They play poorly, no, they don't it. win. So it's not they're gonna come close. Yeah. If they play good, they're in it. If they play great, they could shock the world. Yeah. When I say shock the world. It's only a three-point game. Like the, the numbers say three points, but I feel like it should be more than that. I feel like that's low. Uh, for the spread, am I am I underrating Tampa? Or am I overrating Kansas City? Maybe you're underrating Vegas, thinking they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, 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 never. I know that. I know they know exactly what they're doing. It is exciting to have the uh, the most important unit on the field have Todd Bowles' fingerprints all over it. Well, you know, it's just he's a he's a coordinator, Todd Bowles. I know. It's ex- coaching job. It's exciting. Miserably. It's exciting and for all this shit the shit the guy got. The guy's now the uh, the defensive coordinator of NFC champion. Oh, by the way, with that's I understand your point, but when a guy goes and gets a coordinator job after he fails as a head coach, mm-hmm. there's no vindication. You still sucked as a head coach. Yeah, no, it's not like, oh, you know, maybe we missed something. That happened with Spagnola. He's not going to be a head coach again. Perfect example. Yeah. He's a coordinator. Yeah. And here he is again in another Super Bowl as a coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. That's where he belongs. Jim Schwartz, another one of those guys. He, like, took bows after he went back to Detroit in one, I think, as the Eagles D coordinator. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're a coordinator. And there's no you're shame. a bridesmaid. There's no shame in being a coordinator well, until you call them a bridesmaid. But there's no shame in being a coordinator. <laughs> if, you, if you're a good coordinator, man, those are, those are the guys who make championship teams, though. You know, you need pieces like that on your coaching staff to kind of take, things, right. you know, take the pressure off the head coach, you know? Yeah. So a couple questions. But no, not vindicated, to, just to reiterate your point. Not at all. Don't get. Yeah. Don't, don't hire him. Don't hire him. Don't. No, do not hire Tom Bowles. Uh, so I think the, I think the number one question, and I don't know if I'm overrating this, but how much do the Chiefs miss the left tackle Fisher? Uh, you know what? It's a huge a, part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, how, how depends how I have no idea how good the guy's backup is. Right. And I, I mean, I trust Mahomes in the pocket to 
kind of be wary of it if he thinks it's a weak spot and he's elusive enough. He's had the, he's had weeks to to heal up and get and he was pretty elusive last time we saw him. That's with a kind of a bum foot there, bum ankle. Yeah. Um I mean he's such a he's such a smart quarterback and he's so athletic that it's gonna be I, I just trust him to to manage it, you know what I mean? Whether it's whether it's him or whether it's the play calling that kind of is able to uh, aid any kind of fault, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, if it's any fall off completely, they're, 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 they'll call the plays around that, you know. They'll figure it out. But, I, yeah, I mean, you're right, though. This, that, that could be one of those things where on Sunday we're looking at it like, shit, that was a lot bigger of a loss than we thought. Right. And the guy was – this guy Fisher was the number one pick overall back in, like, 2013. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's made a couple of Pro Bowls. Uh, it happened to be when Mahomes was playing, so I don't know if that had something to do with it. So I don't know. He's been pretty good, I guess. So I don't know. It's it's tough to evaluate losing a uh, left tackle like that. Backup could come in and do a great job. Backup could come in and be a turnstile. You, you, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, and with so, that, so like, that, yeah. Yeah, and with that, I, I think another big question, this ties into, I guess, the, uh, you know, the, the injuries on the O-line. Mm-hmm. Can the Bucks create multiple turnovers? Because, you know, they got four from the Saints. Mm-hmm. They got two from the Packers, even though they lost a turnover battle and still won that game. But they got two from the pa- – big, big turnovers because they both led to touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And in return, can the Bucks not turn the ball over? Because the Bucks have – they did turn the ball over three times against Green Bay a couple weeks ago, which, you know, mm-hmm. they were able to survive because of the defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brady throws three picks in this game. It's gonna be a long day. Yeah, the KC capitalizes better than anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Tampa has the ability to. They they have uh, they have linebackers that can kind of they they can chase down running backs. You know, they're athletic on that side of the ball, so they'll they'll find ways to at least be there. It's tough though. It's tough to get Mahomes to turn it over. Um, but put put some pressure on them. You know, maybe maybe it's through that left guard that they're missing. Maybe maybe it's through him and their uh, just if you get him on the move, anything could happen. But I mean, again, we've seen him on the move so many times with the no look passes and you know just finding somebody somewhere somehow. He's he's a, he's a magician. So uh, yeah. does somebody chase him down and force a fumble? I mean, that'd be that'd be a huge swing. I like if if they do one, that's kind of a big one. But multiple would be. Humongous. Well, he threw two picks in Super Bowl last year to San Fran. San Fran did get him twice. Yeah. Obviously, no, I, they still won the game by double digits, but still. Yeah, I am. It's uh, possible. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit, the Kansas City Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> the KCKA. Yeah, and then can the Bucks? I mean, the, the whole matchup comes down to me. The fascinating matchup is the Tampa D versus the KCO. Mm-hmm. But if you want to look at Tampa's offense, can they run the ball and keep Mahomes off the field? I think that's, you know, sometimes that's your best defense, just chewing up the clock, time of possession. Think like Giants back in the Super Bowl 25 against the Bills, just chew the clock, long drives. Yep. Can yeah. Tampa do that, though? Two-headed monster, Fournette and Jones. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. You know, maybe they're going to try and do it with short passes with Brady. Uh I'm not sure if they're cap- if they're really capable of like running the ball down Casey's throat, but I think they are going to have to have some long drives to keep Mahomes off the field. Is this so? Is this kind of similar to 
the Rams Super Bowl against uh, fucking what's about to say Tampa Bay because it's Brady, but against uh, New England, where it's just kind of between the twenty fives, basically. I mean, it's it's not going to be, but is that like the goal of Tampa to just kind of let the defense do the talking, control the ball? They need to score touchdowns, right? It's not going to be thirteen to ten or the fuck that Super Bowl was, but yeah. Is it going to be – is that kind of the mindset to say, yeah, we need a it's, – it's a ball control game. We need to hold on to it. As long as we're able to kind of control control the pace of the game, then we're going to control the game in total. Because once, once KC gets running, you're behind the eight ball. But is that their goal is, is just to uh, slow the game down? And it's going to be – Yeah, they don't want to get into a trap beat. They definitely do not want to get in a track meet. I think they want to use the, t- use the clock, run the football a little bit, long drives, and no field goals. Have to score touchdowns. So KC will, be, KC will be more likely to settle for field goals. They have a better kicker and bucker, yeah. and they just trust their offense a little bit more probably to put up points in bunches where they'll take a field goal. Yeah. I think you'll see uh, Arians be a little more aggressive, go for it early in the game on fourth down. Yeah, uh, that would be That's the way I would play it at least. You're playing the champs. You're playing a team that's – has nine lives. They go down double digits in all these games, and they still win easy. I think you got to play real aggressive. You got to play fast, loose, you know, pedal to the metal, and uh, you got to you got to keep the yeah. you got to keep the foot down on them for four for four quarters. I think that's a good point. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Tampa up ten nothing or you know fourteen to three or something like that early. I wouldn't be surprised because you're right. They're gonna they're gonna take their shots. You got to draw first blood. You got to get out there fast. Right, you don't want to yeah. get into a shootout, like you said, but they're going to want to they're they're going to want to take a chance here and there to get be sure they get to be sure they get up on the board. Yeah, and the Chiefs have started slow. Uh, the Bucks, yeah. the Bucks have kind of been Jekyll and Hyde. They've had some like the Saints game. They started slow. Packers game, they were the, you know they were a dog. They came out, and started fast. They jumped out on them. It was almost like they ran like their best plays right there on that first drive. Jumped out seven nothing. Made sure made sure they went ahead. I think they, they treat this game a little bit similar to the Packers where as a team that they don't want to give a lead to. You don't want to chase points against Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you want to chase points against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, I think that's how – I think that's how they're going to treat it. If I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we'll see, we'll, see some, we'll see some trickery from one of these teams. We're going to see a flea flicker or uh... – not a Philly special necessarily, but something along those lines. I, I could see a flea flicker from Tampa. Brady, Brady, Brady ran the flea flicker a few times in, in uh, New England. Yeah, I could see a flea flicker out of uh, Tampa. And KC always runs that kind of odd, odd look kind of stuff where seven guys would be in motion or some shit or. Yeah, with with KC, it's trouble. not even trick plays. It's just. They always do. Is there is there plays? Shit. Yeah, the shovel passes to Kelsey, stuff like that. Yeah, Tyree Kill yeah. runs one for you know thirty yards mm-hmm. in motion, grabs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to Mahomes. I mean, big. It's a big spot here. He can go back to back. Obviously, go back to back Super Bowl MVPs. Mm-hmm. You know the two. You know the two other guys to do that. Back to back Super Bowl MVPs. A short list. Emmett Smith is not one of them, right? No. They're quarterbacks. 
So it'll be Brady. Brady never went back to back. Wow. Um, Bradshaw. Bradshaw, yes. And one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever, Terry Bradshaw. Because they have four rings, right? Yep. Yeah. Only team to ever go back to back twice, too, the Steelers. They won four out of six. Um, who's the other quarterback to go back to back? Is it before Bradshaw or after Bradshaw? Because I'll make my before job Before Bradshaw. Stallback? No, Bart Starr. Oh, First okay. two Super Bowls. So he'd be joining an exclusive wow. club. Yeah, real exclusive. Holy shit. He's a, and, he, and he'd only be the fifth guy with multiple Super Bowl MVPs. That's crazy. No, sixth guy. I'm sorry, sixth. That's that. I mean, we're we're really seeing like two things we've never seen before. Like the success that Mahomes is having currently is unprecedented at his age, mm-hmm. and it like to, to, for him to have the chance to join like lists that are as short as six or three is ridiculous. And then Brady, obviously, you know, with his you know whole career coming to uh, this another another pinnacle. Yeah, ten Super Bowl parents. These are things we've never seen before on both sides. Yeah, I mean, we, we said it even before this matchup was set. Like we were thinking about storylines: old yeah. goat, new goat. That's I do. That's basically, I, it. I hate. I do not like how guys like us who are absolute Brady haters, not because of we admit that he's good, but every year we have to come to this point of the fucking season. We have to talk about how because we do respect greatness. That's we have to. We, and it's we don't ignore it's that. It's easier when he's in Tampa too. It is easier, I will say. Yeah, I guess it, it takes a little bit. Of no, trust but... me. At least for me, it was like after that Packers game. If that was a New England win, I would have been inconsolable. <laughs> yeah. After they beat the Packers, I wasn't thrilled. I went and you know I lit the grill, put some wings on. I didn't watch their celebration or anything, but I was able. I was at least like, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't like you know a moody bitch. I remember storming out of your house one time uh, when they lost that game to the – or, no, they, they came back and beat the Jaguars that championship Sunday. I think you had uh, something going on with that game, though. You had – Well, yeah, you had, I had Jaguars money line. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just because they lost or just because Tampa won. <laughs> you, had, you had a financial interest in the outcome of that game. <laughs> well, I, we, I wanted were, to make it hurt. You were gone, man. We just turned around and we're fucked it in. <laughs> you were nowhere to be found. Well, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to make kickoff of the second game. But that's besides the point. That that was. There's certain games that they've won, like the Seahawks won. I, I just I was oh. numb. I couldn't even move out of my chair that was, for that game. That was bad. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you on that one. I was just staring at the TV, like, what the fuck did I just see? I just saw a game. Yeah. And the way it was definitely not supposed to end. The Falcons game, that was like a fucking root canal. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and and I, I just feel like it's not quite as bad as I thought it would be, him in Tampa. Well, I mean, we'll got, see, though. We'll see. He hasn't completed it yet, so I'm, I still haven't gotten to the point where I got to see him yeah, raise the Lombardi trophy. I don't – when was the last time Brady was an underdog? Was, was he an underdog in any of those Super Bowls? He was a dog. Was he ever? I mean, obviously the first Rams one. He's a yeah. big dog. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks was a pick 'em. I remember that. Falcons they were favored. Rams favored. Eagles. That sec. 
Eagles favored. Is this the only the second time he's been favored? Who was favored in the second Giants one? Had to be them. It had to be. T- it had to be. Probably they were probably yeah. a short. Super Bowl forty six. So this is only the second time that he's been a dog in the game. One and zero on the field as a dog. All right. We'll get that. So I think it was. I think it was a short. They were a short favorite. Yeah, two and a half. They were favored by. Mm. So second time he's ever been a dog. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. So Mahomes would be the sixth guy to go uh, two Super Bowl MVPs. That's another short list. Obviously, Star Bradshaw. Was that part of your? Uh, was that part of your trivia that you had for me? Yeah. I did. I already gave away like two questions. I'll give away one myself then. There's only four quarterbacks to start the Super Bowl for two different teams. Including Kurt Warner. Including Brady, yeah. Was, I guess Kurt I Warner, Man, Eat, Peyton. Yep. Last one's like impossible. Warner, Manning, Brady, Craig Morton. Yeah, yep. Dallas Super Bowl five, Denver Super Bowl twelve. I watched that highlight this morning. Oh, uh, was it Super five? Bowl twelve? Yeah, and then uh on the way to Super Bowl six, he got benched for Stallback. Right. Yep. Stallback, I believe, was a backup on the Super Bowl five team. Uh I think he might have been hurt. Oh no, it? no, he, or no, maybe he got hurt. Maybe he got hurt in the preseason. Um before Super Bowl six season. So Morton was the starter. Then they were down to the Niners, 28-13 in the second half. Morton gets benched. Staubach comes in. 17 on answers in the fourth, and then never looks back. Morton, what game was this? In, against the Niners. Regular season? No. Oh, playoffs. okay. There's a first round of the playoffs. Oh, okay. And then they went on to, uh, to beat the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Right, Super Bowl six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I already gave away like the other question I had. The other guys <laughs> to win back, not to win back to back, the uh, to win two Super Bowl MVPs. Stallback would be sixth. No, Stallback only won one. No, no, no. I was saying Stallback actually. He came in at the end at the uh, end of the third. Oh, fumbled. And uh, fumbled. It, I think he holds the record for fumbles in a Super Bowl and in. in Oof. Career, mm. career fumbles in Super Bowls. Well, you got to get there to fumble. So true. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Brady, Brady. What I say, Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Star, Eli, Mahomes would be number six. Great. What a wild list. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, so. I'm just gonna give my pick. I I knew kind of I knew kind of right away where I was going, and I I didn't realize it until I would say it was 24 to 48 hours after Championship Sunday. I had multiple people ask me about the Super Bowl. Who do I like? Right? Who do you like? Who do you like? Guy down the hall from me where I work, mm-hmm. and I I shit you not. In all three instances, the three people I talked to, before I could even answer the question, mm-hmm. they were like, got to be the Chiefs, right? Got to be the Chiefs. <laughs> and that's why I'm going Bucks plus three. <laughs> it's, it, can't be, it can't be this easy. 
can't be this easy. Like, on paper, yes, the Chiefs are probably better. It seems like Mahomes going to go back-to-back, like I said. Mm-hmm. I just I can't pick against Brady anymore. I just can't do it. I'm tapping out. Uncle, I can't. The guy just keeps winning. He beats Bree. He ends Bree's career. He kills Lambeau. Now what? He's gonna kill. He's gonna kill Mahomes, the guy who you know the the heir apparent in wrestling. You know the old guy would always put the new guy over, but mm-hmm. this ain't wrestling. So I don't know. The right thing to do would be let was let Mahomes win. But <laughs> and I don't know. I just I don't know. And you and the old guy's done. And I don't think Brady's done. I think he's coming back. And he's probably gonna play a couple more years after this. So I don't think it's. <sighs> So he's not going out on his back here because he's he's not going out. Ah, uh, wow. So it's a look. I I wrestle with that because yeah, does Tampa keep it close enough? Do they win outright? I it's I I just I I can't I just can't see Kansas City losing this game. Can't see it. I cannot see it. I can't picture it. They'll they'll figure out. They they are so. And if if Tampa was coached by Belichick, oh, they would have a shot. I, they don't. I don't think they have those kind of weapons, though. Like th- those kind of uh, that kind of game planning. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm underrating Arians. But I just, you know, T- Tampa should have lost to, to Green Bay. They should have been out. Probably that, that game was in Green Bay's hands. Uh, and they choked. Kansas City will not choke. Kansas City will not. I mean, Tampa's a few weeks ago, the, the, the Redskins, uh, the Washington football team had them on their heels. I just, I can't. They did. That's, what, that's my point, though. They just, they, it's like they had, they're another team, nine lives. Yeah, but this is, the, go away. this is the last boss, and this is a monster. I think the Chiefs are starting something. I think this is the beginning. Uh, you know, two in a row is, you know, doesn't necessarily, you know, three in a row is a lot to you – know, no, we're not going to say that, but I'm saying this is the beginning. No, no one's ever done three in a row. Right, no, and I'm, you can't guarantee it before you get the second one. But, I mean, this is, start, this is the Kansas City is something special. I mean, this is one of those things that comes around, you know, generationally. And, you know, we, Tom Brady was part of the last generation of something special. This is something new, you know. And you know what, history, you're right. You're, from your point of view, history has a way of just kind of spitting at the people who want to rewrite it. Uh, and Kansas City would be rewriting it by beating Brady here and kind of saying, look, we're the new new dogs in town. But I just uh, – I don't see Kansas City relinquishing this, this game. They'll, they'll, they have the trick plays. They have the horses. If it's not Kelsey, it's going to be Hill. If it's not Hill, it's going to be um, Hardman. Like, if it's not Hardman, it's going to be Clyde Allaire. Like, it's going to – there's, there's just too many, too many weapons, too many guys who can get it done. And I just don't Tampa. I just don't see Tampa. You know they'll keep up for a little bit here and there, but they're, they're not, they can't keep up for the whole game. They're not my eyes. But I like I like where you're at though. Everybody's picking them. Makes no sense. Like I, I was going through ESPN and Sports Illustrated today. I don't think anybody picked fucking Tampa Bay. No one. Yeah. It's one of those games where whoever's on the losing side is going to feel real stupid because you're either picking against Mahomes or you're picking against Brady. There's no real there's not it's uncomfortable. A forty three year old Brady though. It's not like you're picking him. it's not Brady as practice. He just beat he just beat Breeze, beat Rogers. Breeze is fifty. Rogers is a pussy. Come on. The Chiefs are the new dynasty. Is there a quarterback right now though? Other than Mahomes, I'll put Mahomes number one. 
even though he doesn't have the resume Brady does. Mm -hmm. But is there a quarterback you would feel more uncomfortable betting against in a big do-or-die game than Brady? Mahomes excluded. No. Right. That's the, that's the dilemma. <laughs> like, yeah, it looked, they should have lost to the Saints. Jared Cook shouldn't have fumbled the ball like an asshole. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers should have put the yeah. ball in the end zone. He shouldn't have went three and out after Brady's, you know, two picks. It takes those breaks. settled though. for a field goal. Yeah, it's when you get when you get those breaks, it's like something special is brewing. That, that's I bet every championship team gets those, you know. Every championship, this yeah, you need the ball to bounce your way. You need luck, as Mad Dog would say. Sometimes God plays in these games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. It, it's uh, it just, it just, it just has the feeling where it's not gonna. And the Chiefs always do. I mean, the Chiefs do. They never make it easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They make it look easy at times. Mm-hmm. But even that Niners game last year, you know, that wasn't easy. So I feel like this game is going to be hanging in the balance. For some reason, I just – I know whenever we have these big matchups, Brady, Mahomes, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, the old goat, new goat thing, like the thing that just writes itself. Mm-hmm. Usually they don't live up to it for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I'm being sucked in. I, I really haven't fought, watched much media coverage. But I'm just be, I, for some yeah. reason I feel like – it's going to be a classic. And I'm just, I, I would rather be on the side uh, on, on the side on the team getting the points. I actually, when it was three and a half, I would have locked it in right there. I would have bought the half point, made it uh, four. That's mm-hmm. what I would have done. But now I don't think it's moving off three. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to move to three and a half. It seems, it seems like it's just going to stay at three. We'll see though. So if can if Kansas city, First of all, you said they don't make it look easy. Last last year's Super Bowl, it didn't look easy until it until they did it, and then it looked really easy when they did it. Like when they when they figured it out, yeah, it was like oh wow, there there they are. It was like just Superman came out of the out of the phone booth. Um, if Kansas City loses this game on Sunday, who's who's the who's the goat on their team? Not the goat, not the new goat. Greatest of all time. The goat, like who's wearing the goat horns or the cowbell or whatever. I don't know what it, what it even is. Who's the guy you're um, laying the blame on? I would probably be the coach, right? Andy Reid. Does he go back to being – does be he make a stupid tough. clock management decision? I mean, it's hard to make a stupid clock management decision only because you have Mahomes out there running the offense. Yep. And that team doesn't need much time usually. It's not going to be a Donovan McNabb situation where he's dry even. You know, on the last drive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it probably won't be the quarterback. I mean, he could he could just make some mistakes and get outplayed. But, uh, yeah, I, I would probably lean towards the head coach. I, I don't know. We, we haven't really seen – I mean, the only time we've seen this regime fail, and by regime I mean Mahomes-Reed, mm-hmm. was the AFC Championship game against New England a couple of years ago. And that was another case where they got shut out in the first half, had a huge second half, and w- what it came down to was they lost a uh, coin flip and the asshole jumped offside. Mm-hmm. Or else Mahomes would be perfect in the postseason. Yep. So, and they, they yeah, like- it is hard to envision them losing, but it's also, it's also hard be- – because it's so hard to envision them losing, it's hard to envision, like, who's going to fuck it up. Yeah. Well, no, I'm on your side here. You picked, you picked against them. I want you to visualize it coming to fruition. 
you know. Tampa has the ball last. Or Tampa has the – all right, first scenario, Tampa has the ball last. <laughs> they just put it in the end zone. Yeah. Or it's like a, you know, Vinatieri situation, you know, late field goal. Mm-hmm. Or the Chiefs, you know, they start slow like they did against the Bills. They go through a rough stretch like they did against Cleveland there when Mahomes went out. Or, like, go back to last year when they started slowing all those games. They just, you know, they, they play with fire one too many times against the wrong quarterback, and Tampa goes out there and drops, like, a 40 spot on them. You, you mentioned the kicker, man. I don't, know if I, were, I don't know if I really want Ryan Suckup kicking big kicks for me. I know, but that's, like, it's, it's something that would – like, Brady fucking – Brady would bless him, do the sign of the cross over that asshole, and he hit it like a 55-yarder to win the game or something. <laughs> I don't think it's not the sign of the cross. It's like the TB12 sign. Yeah. Give him like a piece of celery or something. <laughs> and, all suck, and all Suckup has to do is give him a good chunk of his soul. Yeah. We got a weather report. Where's this game at? It's in Tampa, right? In, in Tampa, yep. <laughs> I don't think that <laughs> – I don't think there's ever a time to forget when it, where it was. I don't think that'll make a difference to home field necessarily. No, nah, there's a good number of people, but they're going to be, what's like 23,000, 25,000? Is that what it is? Oh, it could be some scattered thunderstorms. Nah, it's going to be clear for the game, though. Thunderstorms in the morning. Right, 67, be, mostly sunny. Could be wet. Slippery. Nah, I'm sure they got a good draining system. Tampa Bay's not a dump. Mm, it might be. I mean, Tampa Bay just is a dump, but I mean, Tampa Bay, the field. No, they won't have a Super Bowl someplace where it's like shitty. <laughs> well, they did have it at MetLife that year. Yeah, sorry, Peyton. <laughs> um, yeah, so weather won't be a factor. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, those are the two scenarios I see. KC plays with fire one too many times. Falls behind and has to play catch with the whole game, and Tampa plays flawless. Or you yeah. know, they just pull one out of the ass late. They yeah. have the ball last. We we have seen flawless performances in the Super Bowl to beat you know unbeatable teams. Yeah, that's, that wouldn't be wouldn't be the first time. Tampa's D. I mean, it's on. I think it's on Tampa's D. That's pro- that's probably the blueprint. You know, jump out, have them jump out. Let's say twenty-one nothing, and then just try and hang on for dear life. Yep. I think that's the blueprint. No field yeah. goals, all touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to find yourself in the end zone. Yeah, no, yeah, you can't have uh, – <laughs> you got to score You got to score touchdowns. You know, the Bills learned that. The Browns learned that a little bit. You got to score touchdowns against this team. All right, I got uh, – I'll give you my trivia for you. Okay. This one, this one, I think I'll get easily. The, who, what's the lowest amount of points ever scored in a Super Bowl? By a, combined? No, by a team. Oh, Rams and Dolphins three. That's right. Um, and who is the only player to win the MVP from a losing team? That would be Chuck Howley. <laughs> yes. Super Bowl five. Yes. Two picks and a forced fumble. A 16-13 loss to the Colts. Johnny Unitas uh, got pulled in that game. Is that right? He did. He it was the opposite of 
Super Bowl three where Earl Morrow got pulled and Johnny U went in. Hmm. He was towards the end of his career, but he gets a ring. That's a Super Bowl ring. ring. Two NFL championships and a Super Bowl title. It's not bad. Oh, do you know who – I don't even have the guy's name, but do you know where the phrase I'm going to Disney World was coined and then who the first player to say it was? Was it back in the 70s? Nope, in the 80s. Was it Montana? No. Was it Montana? Was it Sims? Mm-hmm. It was Phil Sims. It was, okay. Phil, it was Phil Sims, and he got paid 70, it's reported that he got paid $75,000 to say it. <laughs> I remember when the Ravens won against the Giants, and I think, uh, I think Trent Dilfer had to say it because they couldn't. Ray Lewis would have been bad PR. <laughs> terrible PR. <laughs> do they still do that the Disneyland thing? Did Mahomes do it last year? No idea. Well, Walt Disney got it. I mean, bad. Uh, they they did some digging on Walt Disney. Can't say that anymore. I mean, Disney runs the world, so somehow that name doesn't matter. Yeah, they own like ESPN. So they own ESPN. They own Marvel. They own I don't know theme parks and amusement parks and hotels. You know, movie studios, Pixar, they own everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, so even even if the guy was a horrible guy, there's no canceling him. You can't just change the name of all this shit. He's uncancelable. Incancelable. Uncancelable. I got one for you. All right. Oh, and it was coined. It was uh, the CEO of Disney was at the dinner with a pilot who had with George Lucas and a pilot who had just went around the world like in one shot or something. And Michael Eisner asked him, you know, what, what was he going to do now that he fulfilled like his biggest goal, his biggest challenge? And he said, I'm going to Disney World. And then Mrs. Eisner said, it's a great catchphrase, a great slogan or something. And then it became, uh, that's how it got invented. It really doesn't make sense when you think about it. Why is, it, why is a grown man who just won the Super Bowl going to go to Disney World? Disneyland. Because he's going to get paid $75,000 to say it. That's why. I guess. Shit, I'll say it. For like I'm going to Aruba. That would make way more sense. I'm going to the Bahamas. I'm going to, I'm going to Vegas party with the, in the Tiger Woods suite. Yeah, I'm going, <laughs> going to the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> yeah. All right, what, uh, do you got for, what do you got for me? Three head coaches have won the Super Bowl with, with multiple quarterbacks who started the game. Wait, so who started the game? So the, so the coach has won multiple Super Bowls? Yeah. But he did it with two different quarterbacks. Parcells. Parcells is one. Gibbs. Gibbs. How many are there? Uh, Four? Three. This one's a little, it's a little tricky, this one. But you're going to kick yourself if you don't get it. <laughs> Give, by the way, Joe Gibbs, well, I'll give you some time to think. Thanks. Might be the most underrated coach. Yeah. He won – not only did he win three uh, three Super Bowls, three different quarterbacks, none of them Hall of Famers. Yeah. It's pretty rare. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these guys who won Super Bowls Hall of Famers. Um, Bill Walsh. 
Nope. Oh, it's right, because Young was, um, what's his name? George Seifert, whatever his name is. All right. Um, <laughs> what? That's the answer, George Seifert. Seifert oh. <laughs> won... Uh, Seifert won the <laughs> Montana's last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. I, we talk my, I talked myself into it somehow. What, that yeah, really George Seifert, uh, George Seifert, one of the only guy, well, only guy who's won multiple Super Bowls who's not in the Hall of Fame. I think Tom Flores with Oakland is the only other one. But like Coughlin, I don't know if Coughlin's in yet, but he's going to get in. Yeah, I'll get in. Uh, I think – why is Seifert? I mean, he wasn't really – he wasn't even there for that to, long, right? And he, yeah. kind of, he inherited a great team that, you know. And Steve Young's going – wins is in the Hall of Fame, though. I don't know. It's, it's tricky. Maybe because he sucked. He went to Carolina after that and wasn't good. It's tough because they put a lot of these guys in based on how they perform big games. That's like the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Eli's going to Hall of Fame because of the Super Bowls. He's got yeah, a great – he's had a great record too, Seifert. Well, yeah, he took over an awesome team. 114 and 62. Not, not with Carolina, though. I don't, I don't think – did he have a winning record with Carolina at all? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was probably there, what, three years? 16 and 32 with Carolina. And his last season was not good. One in fifteen. He would have had a better shot going to the Hall of Fame if he just never coached again after the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the deal with Seifert because he has those two championships, and he had they could they couldn't get over the hump against Dallas, and they finally did, and they you know Steve Young gets the monkey off his back, that whole thing. But yeah, it's tough. Like, how do you? Because yeah, he definitely did inherit Walsh's team. Yeah. He inherited an awesome team. I don't know. Do you penalize a guy for that? They still ran for seven years, though. It's like, how long can the ghost of Bill Walsh, you know, run the organization? I get, I get that first one. I get. Yeah, they, they, I mean that they, first one. That team was unbelievable. But then he went. Uh, I mean, he he was a double digit in wins. He won the NFC West almost every year, all except two. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's not all Bill Walsh. I mean, Seifer had to have some hand in that, right? You would think so. Did Bill Walsh die? He had to die, right? Uh, I don't remember. That's my favorite thing about Super Bowl week is finding out some of these guys if they're alive or not. I don't think so. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, he died in 2007. Oh. Man, wow. 14 years ago. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting, I don't know what's too bad. Me. I don't know where I'm get my information from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then Joe Gibbs, yeah, like I said, awesome. And then Parcells technically won two Super Bowls without Hall of Famers, too, even though Sims is borderline. Yeah. yeah Sims would thought... be in. If he, had, if he was the one who won that second Super Bowl, he'd probably yeah. be in. Yeah, he was – but he was like uh, – he was a good quarterback, but he wasn't a, a all-timer, though, outside of the Super Bowls, outside of the one Yeah, Super but Bowl. if he won the second one, he's in. He was a good he that's was all it takes. He, he's a giant quarterback. That's a that's the prototype right there, Sims. That's a giant quarterback. Just tough. Does a job. Not flashy. Super Bowl MVP though. Yeah. Oh, and and, it, and you talk about perfect. I mean, that was perfect. I think that's the highest QB rating for yeah. a Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. 
two-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, two-time Pro Bowler. I mean, I know the Pro Bowl doesn't really matter, but – and plus he played in an era that had Montana. And I, I mean, there's a, lo, there's a lot of – who's in the NFC? Because I'm thinking oh, – I was going to rally off a bunch of quarterbacks, but I could think of where it's like Marino and Warren Moon and all those other guys. Oh, in like the 80s back then? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it, obviously Montana was the king of the NFC. Uh, the Cowboys weren't really any good. Randall Cunningham. Yeah, Randall Cunningham. I don't know who else was in the. Like the Packers um, weren't good. Who the hell was? I mean, the Bears were good, but they had you know Jim McMahon. He wasn't anything. Yeah, I guess maybe there's maybe Phil had just missed his opportunity. Yeah, because I don't know how else the quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Washington was good, but they had yeah, Rippin. Yeah, they had like journey. They always had a journeyman. Was Rippin the best of those quarterbacks? Oh, he, he can hit. Wait a second, the Rippin? No, nah, probably Theismann. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. I'm not going back far enough. And then Gibbs even came back, re- not recently, but like recently, and coached the Redskins. When they were the Redskins, he coached them. Yeah. It wasn't the same, but it was always – it's just nice to see those kind – like the NFC East to me is a lot like the Big East, those big-name personality coaches. And that was, you know, between the Dallas guys – Jerry Jones or um, Jerry Johnson and Gibbs and Parcells and those kind of guys from the eighties remind me a lot of uh, in early nineties remind me a lot of the Big East personalities. Yeah, big personalities, aura around those guys. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, okay, I got one. What's up? Uh, only Super Bowl to have the opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, this one was recently, like within the past ten or fifteen years, right? Yeah. If you know um, the game, you'll get the guy. Oh boy. Was it in 2013? 2013, no. All right. Digging the Ravens Super Bowl? No, I'm just guessing years. Mm, I have no idea. I oh, you're going to be mad. Wait, wait. <laughs> so, so it wasn't a Patriot. That ran not a Patriot. Was it, a, was it against the Patriots? It was not against not non-Patriots. Oh, okay. All right. Now it down a little bit. Um, I, got, I, got, I got a name in my head, and it's only one name, and it's Dexter. But I have no idea if that's even – I have no Dexter. idea. Dexter. <laughs> Dexter Jackson is Super Bowl MVP. Uh, no, Devin Hester. Oh, okay. First play game. of the game. I was close. Devin, Dexter. Dexter, you know what's crazy about the Dexter Jackson Super Bowl? That's going back to Tampa. Yeah. Dwight Smith, also a cornerback on that team, whatever he was, cornerback, nickelback, safety, I don't know. Guy ran back two interceptions for touchdowns and not get the MVP. 
And my theory behind it is because the last one was, I think it was like the last play of the game, kind of mm-hmm. garbage time. You know, yeah. Again, prevent defense, all that. Yep. I bet you they already had the MVP mm-hmm. settled. Yeah. Yep. Robbed. That was right. Two INT. <laughs> I mean, you tell people that story. It's like, yeah, I ran back two interceptions. It's like, yeah, who got the who got the MVP? It's like, ah, some other asshole. <laughs> Actually, still one of my trivia questions: most interceptions in a Super Bowl, Rich Gannon. <laughs> All right, how about this one? That's a trivia question. He belongs on. Yeah, three lefty quarterbacks have started a Super Bowl. Name them. Young. It's the uh, easy one. Yeah, it's too easy one. I, I feel like we did this last year. Did we? His, his question sounds really familiar. I did not do my homework and go back and listen to it. Uh, three lefties. One's tricky. The other one, Young's easy. The other one should be easy too. Then there's a tricky one. Boomer Sison. Yes, that's those are the two easy ones. Uh boy. This one's a little tricky. You'll be mad about. You'll be mad you didn't get this one too. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm, th- well, I'm thinking about this. Who was in the um, – I guess in the, in the Super Bowl that Favre won. Yeah. He, Bra- wasn't, uh, he wasn't the MVP, right? No, Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was, right. Okay. Turned a kick. Yep. Okay. Sucked the life out of the Patriots. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. Let's see, lefty quarterback. Um, Mark Brunel never made a Super Bowl. Made a few title games. Yep. Yeah. Then make the, a Super Bowl. Yep. Those are good. Coughlin. Good, good Jaguars teams. Yep. Um, hmm. Michael Vick never made a Super Bowl. Made a title game. Lost to the Eagles. Um, Not a whole lot of lefty quarterbacks. Rip the Rippin playing the Rippin on one of the Super Bowls. Is he lefty? No, Rippin's righty. Yeah, okay. Uh, huh. You got to go back a little bit. Okay. Not modern. Not a modern guy. Okay. Good. That's good. I believe he. I believe he's no longer with us too. Oh, Kenny Stabler. Yes. The snake. <laughs> it's like a, Kenny it's a, Stabler. Yeah, that was an easy one. That was the one I should have known off the bat. Yeah. The legend. The legend of Kenny Stabler. Yeah, he's Speaking one of the Raiders. Speaking yeah. of Raiders, quarterback, Jim Plunkett's the other guy, two Super Bowls, not in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. And tonight. He won, he, and, and also speaking of the Raiders, tonight's the Al Davis episode of 30 for 30. Oh, yeah, I got it taping. Good, yeah. Just win, baby. Yeah, he's, he was, yeah, that guy's good for a story. I got a little Kenny Stabler in there. Um, let's see. We know, I mean, this is an easy one for the crowd. The four teams to never make a Super Bowl. Current teams, yeah. So like, like the, the the Texans and Jaguars count. Yes. 
Wait a second. How do I have the Texans right now? But yes. Texans, Jaguars, Lions, Browns. Uh, missing somebody? Uh, I think I said, I think I had a wrong team written down. <laughs> no, because I think I had written down like who hadn't won one. Oh, you have Atlanta? No, but I, did that, I have the Bengals written down. They've obviously been. Oh, yeah. No, Bengals ran into Montana twice. How about youngest quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl? Is this a trick question? Might be. Is it Mahomes? No. Mahomes, I want to say, is third or maybe second. Oh. oh. Um, youngest quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl. Okay. How young was he? Uh, 23. Namath? Nope. I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yes. Yeah, fucking rookie year. Stupid ass. Yeah. It was actually his second year, but yeah. Yeah. Um... What else I got? So, uh, what did you hear? Like, what happened with the barber, the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, he was like cutting the center's hair, right? And mid haircut, they found out he was positive. Yeah, well, if he's got a test out, why is he cutting hair? Why is he not waiting for the results and then cutting hair? How's he cut two guys' hair? I don't know. I feel like these guys are getting tested every day, probably, though. No? Yeah. yeah. Don't you get the results? I don't know. Unless you wait for the results to come in before you do anything. And then on top of that... What if you got a negative result yesterday or the day before, yeah. though? I feel like they're, they're just nonstop testing. Yeah. The other thing is that they're like, Mahomes was in line for this, for this guy. Why are these guys waiting in line for a haircut? Why are you even getting your hair cut? Got to look, got to look good for the cameras on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if I'm an athlete in COVID times, like regular season's one thing. I'm not risking a haircut in the playoffs. Never mind Super Bowl week. That'd be unbelievable. If uh, I mean, all we see every week is this Patrick Mahomes commercial with him in the fucking barber's chair. Be amazing yeah. if he got got done in by a fucking barber with COVID. Yeah. Give the ball to Chad Henney. He'll start the game. Holmes will go do a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> what is bar? What is Barber? There's no way Goodell would let one of these tests come to light, man. There's no way. Not if it was a quarterback. Brady or Mahomes, bulletproof. Do you think that's why they're uh, releasing these this information? Be like, look, see, we're still doing our due diligence. Yeah, it's misdirection. Yeah. It's like All what's right. that movie? Wag the dog. But they started fake war. Yes. Fake, these are fake COVID tests. It's misdirection. That's Goodell, man. All right. You got Evil good, genius. You got any good props for uh, this weekend? Well, you know, I, I was, the first one I always look at is MVP. Okay. And I, was, I came on here ready to give out JPP. 
but now yeah. he might not play. Oh, that's probably a, big, a knock against you know. That's a big probably hurts uh, Tampa's chances. Period. Why is he not going to play? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think he's going to play. It's just I heard that he was downgraded to questionable. That's mm. yeah, he's playing. I don't know. Maybe he uh, blew his other thumb off. Down to eight digits now. I mean, was he celebrating Chinese New Year? <laughs> what, uh, uh, what's it? What, what, what's his number? Sixty to one. Because I feel like Chiefs. We talked about this last year. Chiefs win. I can't see Mahomes not getting it. Mm-hmm. They want him to be the guy. They want him to be the face, back to back. All those things. It would have to uh, be. It would have to be a. The performance by somebody would have to be incredible for it not to be Mahomes, and by either by defensive guy or I don't know, like would if Kelsey had three touchdowns and a running touchdown, like two touchdowns and a running touchdown, does that put him over the top and had you know hundred and it would have yards? yeah it would have to be a game where like a few year a couple years ago when Edelman won MVP right right, was, right. you know low scoring 13 to 3 you couldn't really give it to Brady cuz i think the only game the only touchdown they scored was a rushing touchdown mm-hmm. so that was a case where you know you could give it to the wide receiver i don't think you get good enough value on the wide receivers though yeah 10 to 1 11 to 1 if those guys have big games that usually means the quarterback does so yeah. i don't know if you're getting that's why I always lean towards like a defensive guy. And with the Chiefs, I just, uh, I don't know. It, to me, you, you either bet Mahomes, you bet you, or you bet the Chiefs minus whatever you can get the best odds on. Yeah, because he's yeah. getting the MVP if they win. Yep. The box is interesting because you know Brady at this stage of his career, they could ask him to be a little bit more of a game manager. Maybe not go out there and throw the ball fifty times. That's why JPP I thought uh, was a shot. I, I did have an audible just in case. Uh, JPP can't go. Shaq Barrett, he had, I think he had three sacks in the Green Bay game. He's 45 to one. I even saw him as high as 50 to one. Mm-hmm. So I think those guys, I'm looking at the guys up front, you know, the guys who are going to cause, uh, you know, make Mahomes uncomfortable, maybe take advantage of, you know, the Chiefs' injuries on the O line. Um, and I do like the dude 45. I can't think of his name. White, is that his name? Devin White? Uh, I'm not sure. He's like the standout guy against you know against the Saints. He had the pick, and against uh, against uh, Green Bay, he had the fumble recovery. Devin White, yep. Devin White, yeah. He, I think his value is a little too high, even though he probably is the best defensive player. I think I saw him at like twenty-five to one, thirty to one. All right. If I'm not picking a quarterback, I want to I want to get some you know some nice odds, at least fifty to one, because the odds are it is going to be a quarterback. Yeah, you're not making you know, yeah. that's those are the odds. You know, they probably they probably do want to give it to Brady. If Brady does anything, they want to give it to him. But mm-hmm. I always try and think outside the box with MVP because you know we're due. it's been five years. Von Miller's the last guy, so we're due. It's a shot in the dark when you when you pick the MVP that's outside of a quarterback and it's uh I always look to defense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I can't I can't go running back or wide receiver as I don't know. Nowadays, for a running back to get it, I mean, Damian Williams, you could have given it to him last year. He had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Scored the game winner on a reception from Mahomes, and then he ran in the the one the you know the clincher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have given it to him, but it's just it's it's hard, man. I, I think it's it's basically fifty. 
Like, I don't even know what the – I'm sure you can get a bet on this in Vegas. I wonder what the odds are betting quarterback MVP or every other position. On the field, yeah. Quarterback is even odds, or do you think you get plus odds? Plus 120? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even think they would yeah. get to I think, he, I think he might be minus 110. Yeah, I think, I think you're, even would be the best bet that you're going to get. And I think I would bet it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's better than a coin, I'd take a coin flip on it. Because if you like the Chiefs in the game, you're laying three or betting like minus 160. Mm-hmm. Why not just take MVP? Even odds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, I wish I had more, but that's in terms of MVP. Okay. He's got to take a chance. Well, uh, what about uh, if you were going to pick somebody on – what's um, Honey Badger's number? Uh, I think he was like 30 to 1. All right. All right. Again, yeah, again I don't know. I, I just – I can't pick anyone else on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. There's a dude – there is the dude uh, up front. Clark, is he a defensive end? I saw him at like 60, 65 to one, maybe. I mean, I guess you can make a case for him if he gets to Brady, but I, I just, uh, I don't know. I can't see Mahomes not winning MVP. Yeah, Mahomes is going to throw a couple of touchdowns almost automatically. So he's going he's gonna to have the numbers. Right? He's got to throw a couple of picks and throw it for under 200 yards for him not to be in the discussion. Right. right. And he threw two picks last year and he still got it. Yeah. So, and I think he threw two touchdowns. I forget exactly what it was. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna. It's yeah. It takes. It's gonna it's take a while for it to get it. Right. It had to be really subpar. Yeah. Yep. I took this. I took this bet last year, mm-hmm. and I'm running it back. And I, I lost it last year. I'm taking the Bucks first to ten points plus one hundred five. Okay. Did it with the Niners last year. They went down ten three. I'm going to bank on the fact that the Chiefs have been starting slow and the Bucs can score 10 early points. Bucs first to 10? Plus 105. Chiefs come out slow in a lot of these games. I could see the Bucs accepting the uh, – they win the toss. I think the Chiefs, if they win the toss, will defer to the Bucs. And I could, if the Bucs win the toss, I could see them taking the ball like they did against Green Bay. So, you know, they're going to try and put points up early. Mm-hmm. So give me Tampa first at 10 points. All right. I like it. Uh, let's see. I have – oh, I took this one last year too. This is, this is always – got to lay a little bit of a hefty vig, but I love this every year. Three unanswered scores by a team. I have the vig at minus 195. It seems like a lot. People look at it – I think the sucker bet is always uh, – it's always a sucker bet to take the no. Yeah. Teams won't score three unanswered, unanswered mm-hmm. but you don't even realize how often teams score three straight times in these games. Like last year, it was a competitive Super Bowl. Yeah, right. It was fairly low scoring for the most part until the end. Mm-hmm. The Niners scored three straight times. They were down ten three, and then all of a sudden they were up twenty to ten. Mm-hmm. Chiefs scored three touchdowns in the game. Both teams scored three yep. straight times. So that's always – you got to lay the minus 195, which is a little hefty, but it's worth it because I, I just feel like in all these games, there's always there's always uh, 
three unanswered scores. And if you go back to Championship Sunday, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs scored three times unanswered against the Bills, and I'm pretty sure the Bucks uh, did it to uh, Green Bay. And so, or I so, think Green Bay did it to Tampa, actually, because they scored those two touchdowns in the fourth quarter plus the uh, field goal. So it mm-hmm. happens all the time. And, and, and you don't realize it. You, you think a team scores three unanswered times, you think it's a blowout. It's not. It's just – you know, it's like an NBA it's a, game. It's, it's a flow. It's the flow of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I saw that number minus two twenty on. Uh, I think William Hill had it like that. Minus two twenty. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, it's not. It's not ideal. <laughs> I just. I feel like it's. It's that. It is that for a reason. Uh, do you like for a reason? Do you like Tom uh, Brady and Pat Mahomes both over? 299 and a half yards. That's plus 170. Plus 170. They both have to throw for 300 yards. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but the fact that I'm getting plus odds on that. Yeah. I do kind of like it. Yeah, because they're both, I mean, they both, they've been throwing the ball a lot. Brady threw the ball. A good amount of times against Green Bay and New Orleans. Mahomes obviously always throws the ball a lot. So they both got to throw for three. Yeah. Lock it in. How about kickoff punt return for a touchdown? What's that? Plus what? Plus 900. The only thing about that is every kickoff's a touchback now. Yeah. And you got to hope what? Is Tyreek Hill running back kicks? No, Hardman's running back punts now yeah who's, I don't, who's just as capable but man right yeah no, i just like i just like the long odds there well yeah that's why i have safety anytime yeah you love that safety bet it happened three straight super bowls yep it was first or last score of the game giants that year against brady they they sat and they'll go up two nothing or there's a holding penalty that's insane that is first or last score of the game. Three and straight games. That happened, yeah. Three straight it's, incra- it's insane that it happened three straight right. games. Then there was the Ravens Super Bowl where they took a safety to get better uh, field position mm-hmm. at the end of the game. And then Seattle, uh, Denver, when they snapped Manning, the uh, ball snapped o- over mm-hmm. his head. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably the safety bet's probably not going to hit again for like 50 years. <laughs> Uh, I have two point conversion made plus one seventy five. I got that plus two seventy five. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I like that. Yeah, I like that even better. No minus four fifty. Yes, plus two seventy five. But yeah, I do like that one too. Two point conversion is fun one. At some point, someone's got to go for two. Yeah. I just feel like these offenses are so good now. I mean the good offenses. Especially since Suckup's going to miss an extra point. They're going to have to go for two at some point. Suckup probably will hit an up, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that I saw that. There, William Hill's offering that. Will a missed field goal hit an upright? Plus, yes. Upright or a crossbar or just an upright? It just an up. Well, I, don't, I didn't read the fine print. So on, my, on my site, I saw upright or crossbar. Crossbar counts. Nice. That's good. You get the extra this extra yardage in there in case it's short. That's good. Right. Uh, plus, what, what numbers you? I got plus 370 for a yes. I don't know. I didn't write it down. That sounds right, though. Yeah, it's if, you're, if you're doing like 
we, I think we talked about this last year. This is the time you can kind of get away with doing this bullshit because it's, you know, it's, it's the only time of the year that everybody locks into it. Like you can watch all these games all year. You know, you and me, like we're watching fucking Thursday night here every fucking week. We're doing it now. Yeah. The whole world and their mother is watching this game. Might as well just fucking empty the tank and go for some some of the weird shit they can get on it. That they're all no, doing. yeah, it does. It does have a little bit of an amateur hour feel to it. The Super Bowl, but you got to make commercials, halftime show. Got to make it work for yourself, though, man. Yeah, commercials. Everybody loves the fucking commercials. There's no Budweiser commercial this year. It's bullshit. Does not have a real year? Not even a real Super Bowl. Why did they do it? They cut back something with COVID. I have no idea. I didn't really look into it. I just saw Coke, Pepsi, Bud not doing it. I did see that Robin Hood has one. <laughs> do they? <laughs> yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, and it's like we're all investors. It's <laughs> great. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it does have a little bit of a. Well, I mean, the people who go in for the commercials and the halftime show, I mean, what do you going to do? It's like, where were you week four? Nowhere to be found. My wife actually came home from work Sunday night, right? She comes home. She goes, my, she goes, my coworker said, you know, she had to get out of here early oh, for the God. Super Bowl. <laughs> she said, she said, she said this, it gets better. Yeah, my, my husband was ordering a bunch of wings. <laughs> I was like, I was like, did you break the news to her? She was like, oh yeah. I'm like, who? I was like, I mean, I want to feel bad for these people, but then I was like, you know what? This next year, don't bother. <laughs> That's you, don't see me raining, you don't see me raining on your pre. You don't see me swooping in for the finale of The Bachelor. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Did, how, did you, how do you fuck that up with technology did you, nowadays? Did iPhones. She, did you did you fight back? I'm like, no, nah, it's tonight. <laughs> did she did she give any pushback or she or she Oh, mad? I I I inquired and she didn't I like after the fifth question, she's like, I don't know. I just it was a brief conversation. I, I was like, How old are they? Like, what does her husband do for a living? You know, all questions she didn't have the answers to. <laughs> oh man. What's his name? What's his name? Is it Brad? Okay. <laughs> Three and out. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Ordering the wings is classic. <laughs> so doing these wings, yeah, unbelievable. He put he probably put the order in on like Thursday. Oh man, like, yeah. oh, we got to get it in early. Like wow, this guy. Royal Rumble party, I guess. Getting ready for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Uh, this guy's going to be upset when he realizes there's no Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, they had it. They had something. Did like, they have like, something? It was like a virtual Pro Bowl. Like, I think Ugh. I think a few guys played Madden with the Pro Bowl rosters. Uh, like a few players, like NFL players, not, you know, game. The 2K players. thing? Yeah. So, yeah, so everyone. Uh, unbelievable. That's, things. yeah. That's like a, that's something that you see on a shitty sitcom. It's like a Big Bang Theory joke, and you're yeah. watching it, and you're like, "This is corny." So like, never stop. happened. Yeah, what kind of douchebag would do this? These people, don't, these people don't exist. Nobody's this big of a nerd on the real Come world, on. man. Come on. <laughs> oh, Imagine man. having the wrong date. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's every year. It's every year. It's you know two weeks after the last playoff game. I don't know what you're. 
Yeah, how do you fuck that up? How do you just take a shot in the dark? Like, I think this week is the Super Bowl. I'm going to order some wings. If, like, you didn't know, would you just, like, double check? Before <laughs> like, the wing order? Yes. Before you put the order for the, for the wings. Yes. Double check, man. Like, not even outside of football. Just you're just not, you're just not a good planner of events. Just check your dates. I'm sure you got it. Yeah, right. do you have any friends that you talk to? Nobody corrected you? Yeah, it was, yeah, how many wings they ordering? Was it for people were they expecting people to come over? Because that'd be even better if there was like multiple people that had agreed to come over to their house on, on Super Bowl Sunday when it was on February, on uh, January 31st. <laughs> oh, man, he, this guy thinks he got stood up for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Where are you oh, guys? Man. oh man yeah i don't know how that happens i'm gonna i'm gonna get to i'm gonna have her like ask some more questions maybe what uh while we're on the topic of wings what what's on your menu i know you got no kitchen but uh Uh, i think i'm still gonna do wings i get you to get the grill nice yeah i got the grill yeah snow i shoveled off most of the snow off the deck Yep. It might snow a little bit Sunday, but I'll brave the elements if it does. Nice. Uh, you have to, yeah. Other than, other than that, that's the only thing. That's the only thing penciled in. Okay. All right. Yeah. I might, yeah. Just, I might just do like a couple pizzas, like maybe some pe- order some pizzas. Just simple. I, I don't know. It's Everything's up in the air. You better call tonight. I'm sure they're ready for you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just – I'm doing the wings – I'm doing uh, – I'll do pulled pork. Like Crock-pot, pulled pork? Crock-pot. Well, what's – Crock-pot like in the oven, right? Not the Crock-pot. Not like oh, the, no, I do it like in the actual Crock-pot overnight. Your your father actually turned me on to doing it in the oven. He said it's a little bit better. I thought – I don't know if it was just me or not, or it's an old Crock-pot that I have, but doing it in the oven was better. So you throw it in the oven, slow cook it? Yeah, about Sh- six shoulder. or seven hours. Yeah, six or seven hours. Just seasoned in a beer. That's all I was in there. So you season in a beer? No, no, no. I seasoned the pork, and then I just dump a beer in, in it, and that's it. That's that's all I do. Like a Guinness? Uh, no, I did a Bud last time. Oh, all right. You can do whatever, though. I know people do, like, Dr. Pepper and shit. I have heard Dr. Pepper yet. I got I to gotta try that. Try it in the oven next time. Maybe I'll, maybe I usually get, just cook. I usually just do it overnight in the crock pot. Cause it's so easy. You wake up, shred it. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a Fox and Park. Fox and Park Cola. Maybe I'll do the trick. Fox, Fox and Park Cola. Fox Park Root Beer. Fox and Park Iron, Iron Brew. Brew. Yeah, that's the one. That's the ticket. That's, that's <laughs> it. I think that's what Iron yeah. Brew is made for. Pulled I, pork. That might be right. I might have to give that a shot. Iron Brew is just essentially this. All the flavors in one? Is that what it is? Is that the story? I don't know. Like, I've never been an Iron Brew guy. Oh, come on. Nah, I've always Orange, Gasosa, Burks. That's my rotating three. It's my holy trinity. There, the, the problem is everything is good because the grape is good. The Iron Brew is good. Yeah, I'm not a huge grape. Oh, it's so good. The root in general, not, not against Fox and Park. It's just not a good grape soda guy. The, the cream soda is good. Root beer is good. Cream soda. I can fuck with some cream soda. Cream soda's pretty good. <laughs> and you know what? The cola is really good, which I did the not. The cola? 
Yeah, I was for years. I would not touch the cola. I thought it was garbage. I thought it was like so weird that everything was great and the cola was bad. And I tried it again recently. It was excellent. Yeah, I never thought the cola was bad. I just thought, you know, you have other good colas. You have Coke, you have Pepsi, Diet Coke. Yeah, but it's Fox and Park. So you got to be loyal to your uh, your brand, your hometown brand. Yeah. Yeah. What is the ideal? What's the ideal Super Bowl food? Is there? Is it wings? Hot dogs in a blanket. Yeah, pigs in a blanket. Shit, like nachos are classic. Any kind of nachos, whether it's like with the meat and the jalapenos, or just like the very simple layer of nachos and just cheese on top and melted on top. Like chi- chips. Oh, oh, nachos. I could do nachos. Yeah, I do have an oven. Chips are, yeah. Chips are up there, and and it's not just and not just nachos, but you can do any kind of chips on Super Bowl. I mean, you get you get just the ruffles, you get the sour cream and onion, you get whatever. I mean, they're the chip chips are. You go to a Super Bowl party, you never know like what the people have there. That's always a nice surprise to see what like their off center chip is because there's always like the regular flavored chips. And you see yeah, like where they go sour cream and onion ruffle. You see where they go special chip. Ah, yeah, that's they're all good. But the not to me, I think nachos is the Super Bowl chip. Nachos. Yeah, pigs. Nachos, pigs in a blanket, wings. That's the big. That's that's the holy trinity for Super Bowl. Say it again. Nachos pulled. What nachos? What? Uh, pigs in a blanket, wings. That's like the holy trinity. Super Bowl yeah. food. What's a good off center chip? Uh, we took a strip. Okay, so you're not talking. Okay, that's what I was going to clarify. If you're doing strictly potato chip, or if you're going like the Dorito route, you can go. Oh, Dorito's a chip to me. That's probably my number one seed chip. Dorito is actually considered a, toast, a tortilla. That's a potato chip. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying technicality. Well, I, I yeah, but I consider a tortilla chip a chip. That's fair too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, it's fine. We you make the rules, man. It's all. Uh, it's in the chip aisle. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's one. Oh, and Pringles are not considered potato chips. They're potato crisps because they're like perfectly- that. I could actually get behind. I'm not. I mean, I used to. I used to eat a lot of Pringles, but I don't know. I would never buy. Pr- I don't know. You can't put Pringles out for people, can you? Like at a Super Bowl party? That's, that's too good for the people coming over. Because they come in like that special protective sleeve. Like, you know, that, I'm not protecting my chips for you people. That, no. That, those are my personal chips protected from the elements. You get the bagged shit that might have got crushed in the, on the way home in the, from the supermarket. Uh, yeah, you know, agreed. So you, you, you mean like not a potato chip off chip? So like... I mean, I I love Fritos. Big Frito fan. I do like Frito. The big scoops. Yeah. So if you want to go, if you want to go one step further, Super Bowl foods, chili is a great Super Bowl food. You put the Fritos in the chili. That's, I mean, that's you're eating good right there. Yeah, chili's a good like after November football Sunday food. Oh, yeah. I usually do chili at least once a year, once it gets yeah. cold for football oh, yeah. Sunday. It's perfect. I had chili last week. Very good. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So Fritos and off chip. All right. Smart food. What's that? Off, 
I mean, it's oh, an off it? chip. It's not really a chip, but people put it out. What's the smart food? What's that? Popcorn. Oh, yeah, popcorn. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Smart food. Smart food's phenomenal. You don't like smart food? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can just distinguish smart food from whatever, other, other popcorns. Oh, I could. Easily. <laughs> smart food? I'm looking it up. I don't even know what it looks like. Smart food popcorn. Black bag. Smart food. The All listeners right. right now, may I just shut the show off? Not you, not knowing what smart food. <laughs> oh is. yeah, the white cheddar ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I just never realized these are called smart food. I didn't, I never realized these are called smart food. There's only there's only two types of popcorn that I really like, and it's smart food and movie style. Okay, I could see that. I don't really like the caramel. No, 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 no. Shit. No, I, don't uh, no, I don't like kettle. I don't want popcorn sweet. Kettle corn is disgusting. Yeah, I want it buttered, man. I want it clogging my fucking arteries. Yeah, that's, that's the, the only plan. way to have it. That's the only. <laughs> so you don't do the smart. You don't do the smart fifty white cheddar. Then you don't do that one. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do kind of like white cheddar, but I like the uh, traditional smart food. I'm. You ever hear of like how there's like an alternate universe? Like you'll remember something from your childhood, and people people will tell you that you've heard it wrong or. You'll swear that it was true. I can't think of an example. You'll swear that it's true, but you know, you think of the name of a movie was something. You'd be like, no, no, that was never the name of the movie. This was the name of the movie. And you'll swear that it was true. And they say it's like, oh, like a ripple in the time, the space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that right. I, I, I'm looking at this bag, and I've seen I this thought bag. Greg Nettles' name was Craig Nettles for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but you know. It's, you and then when I learned it was Greg, I was like, I don't think that's right. And I had to do multiple. <laughs> I had to do multiple lookups. I was probably like in a uh, maybe like eighteen, nineteen, or in that right. age range. Well, this is me. The smart food is my Greg Nettles moment. I, I don't know why I thought this was called. I've seen this bag a million times. I never knew it was called smart food. It's just I don't. I I, I tend to not buy smart food that much, only because it just if you put that out for people, man, that shit makes a mess. People stuffing their face with popcorn, especially during COVID times, man. People reaching into the popcorn. Yeah, you don't want that. You got to do the big chips that you can just pull out one at a time. My mm-hmm. go-to, I mean, Doritos is probably my go-to. I like the, uh, I like the nacho cheese, but I, I mean, I like the Cool Ranch too. I can go either way. My wife kind of tends to lean towards the Cool Ranch. I'll get the Cool Ranch. So like nacho cheese, I'll get the nacho cheese. The best chip, though. Not named Doritos, probably the the uh, Ruffles. Uh, well, first of all, original Ruffles are tremendous. Might, that's probably like the gold medal. That's chips. top of the line, yeah. Yeah, but sour cream and onion, uh, uh, cheddar sour cream and onion Ruffles. Ooh, yeah. You can't go wrong with the flavor Ruffles either. But yeah, that's good. The stuff. Ruffles are just come on. Yeah, that's all my grandfather used to keep in the house. He just keep a bag of Ruffles. That was that's it. No dip or nothing, just Ruffle. Yeah. I do like dip occasionally, but uh, that's not. I like a French onion dip. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's another classic Super Bowl party uh, platter. Is that that veggie platter? You get some carrot sticks. You get some yeah. celery out there. And then there's always the weird ones. Like, why do you have like they have like little cherry tomatoes? People people are picking up cherry tomatoes and popping them. The the, the 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 broccoli. Like, I do like it. Don't get me wrong, but it is weird to think that people are just going to pick up a stick of broccoli, you know, just big old fucking yeah. bush, just 
put it in some some ranch or whatever. Ranch. Chomping it down. The cauliflower that nobody's ever eaten ever. I like cauliflower. Uh, I, like you, you, I don't really. I don't mess with the veggie platter really. Well, it's good for you. And the ranch. Yeah, but uh, what am I gonna do? In between, in between my you know fifteenth and sixteenth pig in a blanket, I'm gonna mix in a piece of broccoli. <laughs> roughage, yeah. Like I'm roughage. training for the Olympics or some shit. You I'm going it. all in. You need it for Monday morning. You need the roughage. Ah, coffee. <laughs> clear you right out. Eat your jalapeno fiber, poppers. Have that's another fiber. one. If poppers, someone puts yeah. out poppers, that's a good. It's a perfect like. It's just a perfect appetizer day. You don't oh, even really need to give people like a meal. Really, you just you just let people pick. It's all pickings, yeah. Yep. Oh, I did tell my son because they had they had potato skins at school like a week ago, and I was like, "Don't get it." I was like, "Don't get the potato skins at school." He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause I'll make it at Super Bowl, and you'll like it a lot better." <laughs> I gotta make. I gotta make it. <laughs> who who was making it? The school. I don't know. It's probably frozen. That's my, whenever they say anything, I just assume it comes out of a box. Yeah, it's probably the best yeah. bet. What am I thinking? Public yeah. schools? Yeah, I don't think somebody's back there <laughs> cutting potatoes. Yeah, Emeril Lagasse's not up to <laughs> frying bacon at 6 in the morning for these kids. <laughs> That's TGI Friday right out of a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% the TGI Fridays. Which I'm just waiting for when it says when they have taquitos on the menu. Then I'm going. I'm going to school for lunch. Oh, taquitos. taquito! That's another one. That's yeah, that's a that's a nice and easy one. Yeah. Maybe I should get taquitos. That'll be easier to do than nachos without a kitchen. I can just throw them right in the oven. Taquitos, wings. Wait, well, nachos yeah. you put in the oven too. That's the same thing. You just put yeah, no, but then you got to do the ground beef on the stove. I don't really have my pans. On oh yeah, if you want to, yeah, if you want to, you want to go out, yeah. But you could just do just nachos with just cheese on top. Just load them up. You could. I do like a little protein, though. That's fair. I like doing – that's another thing about the pulled pork you're making. You could do pulled pork nachos. That's what you should do. Uh, it's not a bad idea. There's so much of it. So, yeah, I'll throw some of those on exactly. there. Exactly. It's yeah. a way to get rid of it. Pulled yeah. pork nachos, throw a little jalapenos in there, cheese. Done. Consider it done. Pulled pork nachos, that's real deal. I got to get the jalapenos. I got to write that down. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little, a little jalapeno action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I got, I got one. I got one prop for you. I forgot to mention. If you had, right. a, if you had to pick one, if you had to pick these opposite, okay, Hill and Kelsey, you had to pick one over, one under. Yeah. Receptions. Hill is six and a half. Kelsey seven and a half. Who would you pick under? Who would you pick over? Kelsey over. Hill under. Hill burned him that first game. I feel like maybe they'll make an adjustment. And maybe – then I know that cornerback's been playing really well. Winfield, is that his name? Maybe. Did his father play – Antoine Winfield, right? Did his father play in the league? Or do I have that completely wrong? Antoine Winfield Jr. So we're on the right track. Antoine Winfield Jr. He's 22. He did have a father. Yeah, son of former NFL player Antoine Winfield Sr. He played for the Vikings. Those were, that was his heyday. Uh, yeah, so I think maybe they make an adjustment and uh, maybe put that kid on him, maybe double Hill. Kelsey just seems to be unguardable to me. He always finds the soft spot in the D. 
he's his stand like especially in the red zone somehow he's always in the open in the end zone like he's just yeah plus you mentioned we mentioned those shuffle passes those counts those counts receptions so he'll get at least one of those yeah kelsey overhill under would be my uh pick there um plus hill and hill's uh he'll gets like the big shots He's not like a volume. I mean, he will get a bunch of catches, but he's not like necessarily a volume guy. He's a guy who gets three for, you know, one for 75, one for 45, one for, you know, 35. You know what I mean? Like he just gets, he gets the long, the big plays. He's a big play guy, not necessarily a, you know, 12 catch, 115 yard guy. Right. I actually have Kelsey in a prop. This is, this is my, this one might, might be my, fav, my favorite prop. All right. It's a little interesting. Try and follow, okay? Yep. This is Brady versus Kelsey. Who has more rushing yards? Oh. Brady, Kelsey. Now, it's both even odds, minus 110, I think. Okay. Now, Kelsey's had only five carries in his entire career. Yep. One in the postseason. I think it was maybe even – I don't even think it was this post. I think it was last year. Okay. So, you figure – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure him for a goose egg. Okay. Now, the thing with Brady is quarterback kneels, you know, victory formation or mm-hmm. before the half taking a knee. Yep. So, that's how you end up with negative yardage. So, this year, Brady had seven games with negative yardage. He had seven games with zero yards, which would be a push. Yep. And he had five games with positive yards. That's what's 19 games. Yeah. So in 12 of those situations, I would not have lost. And I feel like even though if they win this game, you could see him kneel a couple times, I feel like you could see Brady take off for one. A big third and six. A big third and six. He has to run. It'll take him like a half hour to get the first down, but he'll get there. Plus QB sneak. Like I just feel like – I feel like Brady's going to give me one moment in this game where he has to take off and run and get a first down. And if he does that, I think I win the bet. Yeah, I like it. I like it. They, like we've said before, like they're going to empty the tank. Everything, ev- everything goes on Sunday, and yeah. nobody knows that better than Brady. So he he's going to push it. You know, in this instance, more than I mean, more than week two, and more than. Yeah. Anything we've seen, you know, this is what this is what it's all about. So he's gonna Yeah, I could see him having a dozen yards under his belt the other day. Yeah, some yeah, some crazy. Um another another guy I well for uh, let me get out of the, get rid of the team one first. This one it's minus one oh five. Might not be the brightest of bets, but I like the <laughs> Chiefs under Three and a half touchdowns. Under three and a half touchdowns. So I'll justify this this way. I think the Chiefs will be – I already said this early on when we started. The Chiefs, I think, will be more likely than the Bucks to settle for field goals because right. they're just more confident in their offense, yep. more confident in the score – you know, in the scoring points in bunches. Mm-hmm. So I could see them – Kicking more field goals than Tampa. They you, scored three touchdowns. Or was it fourth? I mean, they scored four last year. All right. 
I, I just I don't know. I just I got I have a, I have a feeling Tampa's D is going to come to play. I feel like if the Chiefs score four touchdowns, they're winning. Right. So you're basing that off of the idea that if they lose, that's going to have to be the scenario. Yes. What's the what, What's the over three and a half? Uh, probably minus one fifteen. Okay. Yeah, so you couldn't even use that like the hedge. Yeah. Against the L, yeah. No. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah, if you're going all in on Tampa, that's that's you gotta go with that one. And with that when with that, I like Bucker over eight and a half points. Two field goals, three extra points. Yep. That's yeah, I mean it's, I'm sure he's done that. He's got a boot, you know, he'll kick a bit, you know, kick like a 50 yarder. So they're not going to be shy about that. Um, other Chiefs got. The, pro- the, the only problem with that is if they decide they're not kicking, like they're not punting, you know what I mean? And they're just going to, they're going to go for it every time. I got yeah, well, you need them to, you need them to kick a few like early on. Yeah. The game. They're not going to set off a field goal in the fourth quarter, probably. Yeah, there's you know this is a different mindset though. These coaches nowadays they're they're more apt to go for on fourth and three when it's on the border rather than let the guy boot it. Well, you're right though. I mean, but Butker has got he's got a got a leg, man. So the hope if it's uh, relatively calm down there, I'll have him give it a kick. Yeah, I mean, if he kicks two field goals, I guess last year he would not have covered that, right? They scored four touchdowns and a field goal, so he scored seven last year. All right, just need an extra extra field goal. It's a big number, yeah. It's a big number, but let's do it. Um, two Mahomes props I like to throw an interception plus one twenty five. Like I said, he threw two last year. That's yeah. a good day. Yeah. And then I like this one plus two hundred Mahomes for a rushing touchdown. Ooh, plus two hundred. Playing possum could be playing possum on that foot. You said plus two hundred. He, actually, he actually ran one in last year against the Niners. That's a good. That's a good number. He does that. Yeah, a little play action, bootleg. bootleg. Yep. What was the number on his for a pick? One twenty five plus one twenty five, and then rushing touchdown plus two hundred. Wow. Yeah, those are good ones. Might as well. Uh oh, this one. I, this one might be my favorite bet actually. Daryl Williams, over eight and a half yards longest rush. Change of pace guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big uh, Edward Hilaire guy, whatever yeah. his fucking name is, Clyde. Yeah. I think they bring Daryl Williams in as a change of pace guy, fresh legs. I think he busts one easy for nine yards. I just don't trust any of their running backs. Don't, I just don't trust them to do anything because they, they just avoid them sometimes like they're, like they're the plague. They just don't Yeah, but sometimes. I like they don't, him because he's a change of pace, fresh leg guy. Yeah, but then you're rooting for him just that one touch he's going to get to, to – to make a play, maybe he gets three carries. You're hoping it's he makes more of a committee, though. But how many, how many, how many carries did he have last week or two weeks ago? Um, Daryl Williams. Let's see. I feel like it's not. I'd, I'd say he had ten carries. No, I doubt it. I'm going to say no, unless no, I don't think so. Maybe when they got up, they don't. They don't really. I don't see them running at all. <laughs> Ten seems like a lot. The Chiefs like they they run the ball a little bit. 
a little bit, but there's like stretches where they just don't even don't even try. Uh, let's see. How many carries did Daryl Williams have against Buffalo? He had six carries. Six? No, I'm looking at it. Six. No, I had 13. You got the right game? Uh, what the fuck, Yahoo or Google? Why the fuck would I care what happened on October 19th? 13 for 52, and his long was 13. Yeah, 30 for 52. Uh, all right, yeah, he was the focal guy. Wow. But look at the rest of those. Look at the rest of the attempts. That's where I'm getting. That's where my thought is coming from. The week before, we had 13 carries, same thing. Don't had Don't rush it 25 times. That's crazy. Well, yeah, if he's going to be the lead back, that's, you're much better off taking that. If he's going to be the guy that's getting the touches. Yeah. It might, that might be the case. They might just trust him. He's been there. And, uh, you know, Edwards Hilaire was hurt at the end of the season. Hasn't really, you know, why, why, why bother taking a chance and ruining the kid when you have right. guys you can trust? And that might just be D. Williams. So, yeah, all right. I'm, I'm more on board with that now than I was at the beginning of that conversation. But I just anything with those running backs is tough. Yeah, that's all I got for Chiefs, guys. You have anything else for Chiefs? Props? Got, no, I've I've exhausted my props. All right, I have only have two left. I have two bucks ones. I have Gronkowski under two and a half receptions minus one fifteen. Mm. I'm not yeah. really sure why it's this high. I feel like maybe I'm missing something. He's good for maybe one catch a game. Yeah. Maybe people just want to bet Gronkowski over, so that the number is a little inflated. Yep. But, I don't know, he's out there to block and be a decoy in my mind. If he catches three balls, I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to um, be uh, – what's his name? He's gonna be yeah, what he had one catch last week – or two weeks ago, whenever the game was, right? Against was Tampa, a, he had that one one catch. Against Green Bay, yeah, it was a big one. But, yeah. yeah. It was a big – yeah, he's, I feel like that's what he's going to do. Yeah. One, one, for one or two. When Brady needs him, yeah, he'll be there, yeah. But it's going to be great if it's, anybody, if it's anybody catching at a tight end spot. It's great, so – yeah, he had one for 29 against Green Bay. And then against the Saints, Gronkowski was one for 14. Yeah, that's it. What, I feel like that was a big catch, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it probably was. And then against, I want to see what he it was rounded out for. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Let's see what he had against Washington. He had nothing against Washington. <laughs> see, this, this makes me think it's a sucker bet now. Like, what am I missing? It should be one and a half, if anything. Yeah, it must be because people just want to bet Gronk. They love Gronk. I may have to take that. That, that seems like a lot, two and a half. And then the, the, one, then the one I have left, and I – He's going to catch the first fucking ball of the game. <laughs> He's yeah. going to spend the whole third, 58 minutes sweating it out. Yeah, the, the whole first, like, eight plays are going to be scripted. That first drive, and, like, three of them are going to go to Gronkowski because no one's going to be expecting it. Uh, yeah, and this it, one, it actually, that actually doesn't sound wrong with that number being two and a half. Won't be surprised if you got two on the first drive now. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, I don't know if it went up because I, I wrote this down yesterday, and now it was the guy was on the fringe if he was going to play or not. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's playing now. I like Antonio Brown over 18 and a half longest reception. 
and over 45 and a half yards. I think Brown comes to play in this game. If he's, he's a little bit he, of a forgotten guy, you know, Evans and Godwin last week, Brown was, Brown was hurt, right? He didn't play in that game. No, no. If he's there, if he, no, I don't think he did. If he's there and he's healthy, Brady loves throwing to him. Loves Brown. Man. Loves him. 18 and 40, 18 long, 18 and a half long, 45 total. That's good. Yeah. And wants yeah, to keep eight. him happy. Cause he, you know, he'll start crying. If he doesn't get the ball, he'll get him involved. Yeah. yeah. 18 long. 45 total. Yeah, he does. Love, he, he's, be an he's, MVP he's, sleeper. He's a favorite. If you, uh, if, you believe in, if you believe in wide receivers, yeah. Let's see what the odds are right now in Antonio Brown for MVP. They all, they all give it to Antonio Brown. It's a million to one. <laughs> I mean. He could have seven touchdowns. They all give it to him. Does Goodell have to present him the trophy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Is it virtual? Goodell doing it like he did the uh, the draft he's doing from his basement. Well, no, well, the uh, NFC uh, the championship trophies were presented on the field, right? Oh yeah, that's right. So I would imagine that they stick with that. Yeah, wow. Mike Evans thirty three to one. Oh, my numbers went up. I'm Antonio Brown sixty to sixty to one. Wow, my numbers are seem high for uh, these position players. I mean, he's not going to get it, but Tony Brown sixty to one seems a little seems juicy. Like Godwin's thirty two to one. You're getting Godwin at half the you know you're getting Antonio Brown at half the price of Godwin. Leonard Fournette's twenty six to one. Mm, like Brown has yeah. as good of a chance as yeah. those guys. Leonard Fournette sent one in Super Bowl MVP. That would be amazing. Playoff Lenny. <laughs> Honey Badger's 50 to 1. Shaq Barrett right now is 50 to 1. Le'Veon yeah, he... Bell is 150 to 1. <laughs> he, is he playing? Who's that? Oh, Bell. Is he dressing or is he playing? It's two yeah, different two. questions. Yep. Frank Clark, 100 to 1. 35 to 1 odds that uh, Chuck Howley has company at the end of the game. Losing player. 30, the 35, 35 to 1? Yeah, that was, they're never going to give it to a loser. No, never. Yeah, got some, that should be much higher than that. Oh, shit. We were talking about uh, uh, quarterback versus the field for Super Bowl MVP. Oh, they have it? I have it as my, it's minus 390 that a quarterback gets it. Whew. Jeez, those are steep odds. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. You would take it at 50 50. Yeah, I know. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Who's your bookie, man? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yep, JPP, 60 to 1. Harrison Bucker, 100 to 1. Ryan Suckup, also 100 to 1. Vita Vea, 100 to 1. McCall Harden, 64. Five to one, yeah. So a couple. Daryl Williams, there he is, forty-five to one. So I don't know. I, I should, he, Antonio Brown. That's I, I didn't even realize uh, his number was up. That's another guy I'm putting in there. Antonio Brown, dark horse, sixty to one. Who uh, who do you got in uh, Super Bowl Fifty Six? I got the top 
I got I got all teams. The odds? I got the odds for the whole league. Well, Chiefs have to be one. Chiefs are one. Yep. This next uh who would they make the second Chiefs favorite? Are, Chiefs are plus five fifty right now. Who would they make the second favorite? Green Bay? Green Bay's plus nine hundred. Yep. The second. It's way too high. Way too high to put Green Bay. Uh, let's see. Where do they go after Green Bay? Seattle. No, Seattle's way down the list, plus 1,800. Oh, all right. Early. I like Seattle early, 18 to 1. That's, their, that's nine. They're ninth. Oh, the Rams are probably up there, right? Uh, Rams are three, four, sixth, plus 1,300. Okay, Bills. Bills are fifth plus twelve hundred. So there's two oh, teams. Ta- oh, ta- oh, I guess Tampa then has to be Tampa's plus eleven hundred. Yeah. And then there's, there's one there's team I'm missing. That's fourth. Yeah, tied for fourth with the Bills. Actually, yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Yep. Yep. They love the Ravens, Vegas man. They love. Them. <laughs> All right, so the bottom of this list at plus 10,000 yeah. are the Lions, the Jets, and the Texans. Who's, who's worth putting a bet on? I mean, it's the, it's the Jets, right, assuming that they get, they get the Sean? Who, I don't know. Now, did you hear new reports now that the Jets actually aren't his desired uh, <laughs> okay, well, destination? All right. I think I heard that on – uh, Boomer, Boomer and Geo today. I yeah, I never know what to believe. Man, I was skeptical this whole time that he wanted to go to the Jets, but now they're saying that <laughs> he may not want to go there. Who the hell knows? Yeah, no, none of those teams. Man, really. I don't think don't, he want. I I wouldn't want to go to the fucking Jets. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But you know, if he does like the coach that much, and the Texans had the third worst record in the entire league this year and you're you would be forcing your way to one of the two teams that had a worse record than them (laughs) it doesn't make any sense no not at all not at all no i wouldn't touch it you have a no trade clause man you have like they can't just trade you anywhere you have a no trade clause like i'm going to a team where i go like, like like matt stafford matt stafford went to a team that was a playoff team that they're automatically i'm not necessarily agree with it but you know, now they're a top five, you know, uh, Super Bowl favorite. Like, that's the team I'm gonna, I got to go to if I'm Deshaun. You, I'm, yeah. This is the place I'm going to be for the next decade, you know, 12 years. Yep. Yep. Fucking Jets? I don't know. Yeah, if I'm Deshaun, I want to get to, I don't know, the Niners. I mean, I'm uh, hoping the Dolphins, but the Dolphins kind of have to be discreet about you can't like openly be like, "Hey, we want you," and then they don't get him, and they're like, "Oh no, Tua was our guy the whole time." Like you have to kind of be shady about it. Yeah, it's got to be a done deal before anybody ever fucking finds out about it. Exactly, it's got to be like a hit. Yep, they can't even hear it coming. Right. What about the Sean, they would never do that. The Titans, I guess. Titans. Yeah, no. I mean, they just gave no. Tannehill that four-year deal, which was crazy. But Goff just got like a lifetime deal with the Rams. They got rid of him. 
Yeah, but isn't there some sort of opt-out deal there? I, I heard that the Lions uh, kind of get rid of them after a couple of years. They ought to. There's so many teams that should be in on Deshaun. There's a million. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like where he would want to go. Every every team should be on the show. Everybody, oh. that's, everybody that's not in the Super Bowl should be in on the show, basically. Yeah, where he would want to go. Yeah, you met you. I mean, the Jets and Jets and Dolphins have the two best packages. So yeah, yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna have some he's gonna have some say. You would think. That being it comes said, down to who has draft, you know, who has the best draft capital. And this, you know, Dolphins are plus twenty eight hundred. Middle plus of the pack, twenty eight hundred. Middle of the pack, but not a bad number. They'll shoot, yeah, they'll shoot up if they get to Sean. Oh yeah. And uh, Giants right at the bottom, plus seventy five hundred. Wow, seventy five. Are they leading the uh, NFC East charge, or is Washington ahead of them? Or probably Dallas, probably ahead of them too. They're all ahead of them. They're they're the lowest. Really, the Eagles are. Eagles are plus five thousand. Wow. Washington's plus six thousand. I've gone. I just skipped around. Washington's above them plus six thousand. Then it was Eagles five, and then the Cowboys are plus three thousand. Yeah, Giants are the lowest rated. The, the <laughs> Eagles coach bombed his opening interview too, right? The opening press conference. Yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't really. It was funny. I watched like the 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 45 second clip on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't really take that much into it. I mean, talk is cheap to me. So. Yeah. It's just people around here. We, after seeing Gase and how he wound up, people are flip out about it. But I mean, I remember like watching the Joe judge one be like, Hey, seems all right. I don't fucking know. I have no idea what, what I get out of that. What I expect him to say on day one. Like that's why the, sometimes the off season. Uh, yeah. I don't like dry- that. The Jets guy got a lot of praise, Salah, for his opening thing, and it's like, yeah, great. Okay, he 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 could do stand up comedy. He's good on the mic. What is that? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything when it comes to yeah. coaching a football. Belichick doesn't say two words, man. Belichick's yeah. not Belichick's not Shakespeare up there, and he, that guy wins. Yeah, yeah. No, I did, sometimes like the offseason NFL stuff is just annoying. Like the storylines, it's weird. Like I, I kind of get into the offseason baseball stuff. Building yeah. those teams with the football stuff annoys me because it's just it almost goes nowhere. It, I mean, it does I mean baseball stuff goes nowhere too? But for some reason, I like it a little better. Yeah, the uh, football stuff, the narrative, and yeah, all that kind of shit. And I think I think it's because the teams are so big in the NFL that it's not it, you just don't know until you know until it's all out there. Because even if you had the best quarterback or the best running back or the best receiver, you don't know until you see special teams in the lines. And to see if the coaches know what the fuck they're doing. Because it's not just about having the best players. It's about having the best team and best organization. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in baseball, you can kind of luck in – not luck into it, but you can kind of fake it for a season and find a way to, you know, to get to the promised land. Football, it's got to be top to bottom excellence. Yeah. Year in and year out. Brutal. It's a grind in the NFL, man. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, so when it comes down to like these, these press conferences, yeah, it, you can talk about it for about twelve minutes. But after that, what the fuck, we're we gonna do. Like, all right, now we know we we know nothing until next September. I mean, we we're gonna go through everything, the draft, and we'll talk about it in the preseason, and we'll avoid talking about it, and then the games will start and be like, wow, we we don't we we watched every game last year, 
and we don't we didn't learn a fucking thing because we have no idea what's going on. But the Chiefs yeah. are winning. The Chiefs are winning again. Brady's still winning, and uh, you know, uh, Russell Wilson looks like the MVP. Yeah, because it's week Six three. Weeks yeah, <laughs> yeah. All these yeah, all these coaches look great until you put them in a tough position and they end up uh, punting the ball on their you know the, the other forty you know, on, the, on the other team's forty yard line. Yes, they kick, yeah. or they kick a field goal. Yeah, you know what I mean. On fourth and goal from their own, from the eight yard line, like, yeah. all these coaches look great, so they shit down their leg in a big spot. <laughs> they're all the same. They really are. I like yeah. a, a lot of these coaches. They're all the same. There's not thirty two good ones. I'll tell you that. No, no, there are not thirty two good ones. But tell you what, though, I would have killed to be in a position to kill Joe Judge because he made a bad call like Matt Lafleur, and then you know, then you know, because now I have, I have no idea what Judge is. He motivates a couple guys. Guess I'm play a little harder. It's great, but let me see what he is. Let me see when he is in wartime. You know what I mean? Let me see what he right. is. Right. He's passed the f- initial test. Like Flores kind of. Flores passed the initial test of the guys play for him. He's yeah. a leader. Now you got to see a little bit more X's and O's, big spots, yeah, situational, I, like shit like that. The X's and O's for the Giants left a lot to be desired, and they're bringing Garrett back apparently. So that's scary. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. So demoralizing. We talk, <laughs> some guys aren't head coaches. Some guys aren't head coaches or coordinators. <laughs> not, I don't know about this guy, man. This some guys tough. are just backup quarterbacks, and he's just uh, – <laughs> he hasn't been he hasn't been a backup quarterback for like 25 years, but he's still hanging around Yeah, on the yeah. sideline. Yeah, I don't, get, I don't get the Garrett allure, but uh, it got a long ways to go. That's for sure. Yeah, plus, plus 5,000 makes more sense now, whatever I said it was. Maybe he's just a really nice guy. Yeah. I don't know. He sells himself in interviews or something. Nice guy. Fuck you. Good father. (laughs) Go home and play with your kids. (laughs) That's that's Garrett. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess we're going to come back on Sunday night. We're going to do the post game like we did last year. Yeah, we may as well. We'll be here to do the dishes so you don't have to scrape that cheese off your your, uh, cookie sheet. That's that's a big mess. Oh yeah, <laughs> scrape, scrape it off good. Uh, you got anything else for tonight, my man? That's it. That's it. Got a few couple days till uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Fifty Five. We'll be here post game. Until then, enjoy the game. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, what the fuck we go to next week, Ant? We're in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> we are a lot deep. of Kenny Stabler featured in this Al Davis documentary, though. Nice. It's on nice. right now. Yeah, I taped the 11 o'clock showing, so I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, Kenny Stabler. Uh, I think I missed that last year. I think you came with the same trivia question last year. Did I? And I think I got this. I th- I think I get the same thing, but I think I've missed Stabler and I kick myself in the nuts afterwards. Kenny Stabler. Yeah. He's a legend, man. There's like there's there's a book about him that's like there's two books out about him. One's in print, one's out of print. Apparently the one that's out of print is wild. But that's like one the one that's in print was written maybe three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. The one that is out of print, uh I think it was written in the 70s. Maybe the 80s. I don't know. Let me see. I gotta find this. 
He was like a wild guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the football life, and they kind of they kind of touch on it. They gloss over it. There's a lot of interviews with his family and uh, his sure, daughter. coded it a little bit. I mean, his daughters were talking about how he's always had a drink in his hand and wasn't really around a lot, but they don't really get into the crazy stories that you want to hear. Well, how the hell would you know if he wasn't around a lot? Yeah, yeah. Fucking out of both sides <laughs> of your fucking ass. Which was it? Did he always have a drink in his hands, or was he never around? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Kenny Stabler, Snake. This one is from 2017. Kenny Stabler. There it goes. The other one is also called Snake. August 5th, 1986. I think this is the one that's supposed to be really good. I'm sure that one's good too, but. Uh, there you go. Stabler. Good old boy quarterback for the Raiders for 10 years, led the team to win Super Bowl eleven. The anticipation of a juicy read with lots of controversial and spicy anecdotes is more than satisfied by this raunchy account of his life on and off the field. From the University of Alabama, oh, I guess his father like really pushed him. I think, is, this, is that Stabler? From the University of Alabama to championship, team, championship teams with the Raiders to his lackluster career end with the Oilers and Saints, he never tries to he never tries to hide his love of loose women, hard liquor, and fast cars and boats. He is painfully honest with his with the details of his escapades. The earthy style may offend some, but this is the kind of book to be expected from one of the perennial bad boys of the NFL. I like it. Yeah. Legend. Put him in the hall. Is he in the hall of fame? I don't know, but put him in. I'm gonna say he's not, but I don't know. Probably not in the hall of fame. That's what I, I wouldn't rock any other jerseys besides Giants jerseys, except for Raiders jerseys. And I would wear a Stabler and I would wear a Bo Jackson. Oh, he is in the Hall of Fame, Kenny Stabler. I think he got nice. put in after he died. Ah, uh, bullshit. I could be wrong. I get, I get a used hardcover of this book for $1.12. Hardcover? Yep. I'm getting it. Plus five dollars shipping. All right, I'll borrow it from you after you're done. <laughs> I'd like to know. Oh yeah, it was 2016. It was right after he died. Damn, I got to put Jim Plunkett in now. Let me see Stabler's number. Wow, oh, Stabler, he threw 194 touchdowns, 222 interceptions. With 30 more interceptions and touchdowns. <laughs> Maybe he's worried. Is he worse than Namath? Four Pro Bowls. Well, he won an MVP. 1974. Man, he's just a guy who just he looked so much older than he was. Yeah, dude, there's a picture of him on his Wikipedia page from 2007. Yeah, I'm seeing that right now, yeah. I mean, he looks 100. There's a picture of him in in a uh, Saints uniform. He looks a million years old. (laughs) He lived a fast life. Indeed, he did, yeah. That's his liquor. Yes. When When did he retire? 
Kenny Stabler was probably 1980. I know 84. Played longer than I thought. 84. Jeez. So he played until he was just about 40. Yeah, it's a long career. And he was starting up until the second of last year. He was main guy. <laughs> and those Saints teams had to be bad. Um, let's see. 1980 Saints. The Saints were so the Saints were so bad. That's part of the reason people love Drew Brees. <laughs> Guy won a few divisions. That's the, the, the bar wasn't set too uh, set too high. Okay, uh, so 1980 Saints were one and fifteen. He wasn't on that team. Oh, uh, that was Archie Manning. He was in the 80, 82. I told you the bar wasn't set that high. 80, 82 Saints were four and five. Short oh, season. 81 Saints were four and 12. That oh, was a strike year. 83 Saints were eight and eight. And he only played three games for the 84 Saints, who were seven and nine. Pretty good. Yeah. Three games played, no none started. Let's see how we did in his final. I don't have this. He, he played in three games, didn't start any of them. Yeah. Richard Todd was the quarterback for the Saints, six and eight. So it looks like he lost his last game to the Rams. Oh. Oh. Um, let's see. May 8th, right? That's your birthday? May 8th, yeah. 1986? Yep. Do you know who the Yankees played? On 1986? On that day. I don't. Let's see. Uh, oh, they played the Texas Rangers back in, like, 97. <laughs> I was at the game. <laughs> Oh, I, my, uh, I go to one oh. on my birthday one other year, too. I think they played the Twins and got shut out. Yeah, had an off day or got ringed out. Looks like an 86. <laughs> Sorry. All right, that fucking went nowhere. That was random. Where would you come up with that? I looked up my birthday the, the other day. I forget why. I just had a thought. I was like, oh, I wonder if the Yanks played on my birthday when well, the day I was born. It looks <laughs> like they, they, played, they had a doubleheader with it. They had a game against the White Sox in the seventh. Game wait, what the fuck? I don't know what this one and two is because they're different. Oh no, they had, they had a doubleheader on the eleventh. They had day off on the eighth, day off on the ninth. So it must have been a rain out on the ninth. Played the tenth, doubleheader on the eleventh. That's what that's probably what it was. So yeah. eighth was a scheduled off day, is my guess. Well, there you have it. To, to welcome the future host of Sunday Poor to this world. <laughs> Is there a big, let's see if there was a big playoff game that year. NBA playoff game. Bucks Sixers played. Oh, that was May 7th. Man, there's not much going on, I guess. <laughs> right, here we go. Rockets Nuggets. There you go. May 8th, 1986. Rockets won the series in six. Went on to the Western Conference Finals where they beat the Lakers. 
Yeah, Bucks Sixers, May eighth, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, Lakers Mavericks also was the same day. Lakers won that series. Magic had twenty one and seventeen. There you go. All right, Magic. Thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the memories. Uh, gone but not forgotten. I'm sure he had a hell of a night in Dallas after that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate still hear this. All right, man. Let me get this shit out. Super Bowl episode in the books. All right. Start prepping for next Thursday because uh, I'm ready. Great. I'm ready. All right. I'll talk to you later, bro. All right.